We want to say shout out to our sponsors, Watchman Cigars, Operation Decisive Victory, and Weberized. Without these folks, the show would not be possible. Hey, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast, where it's our take on life, liberty, and the pursuit of gravy. And you, the listener, are invited to come up on the front porch, grab a beverage, and set a spell. We've got a great show lined up for you, as always. But before we begin, let me introduce our starting lineup. To your left, my right, on the radio dial, we've got Magic Man running our video and our chat. Hey, everyone. How's it going? (laughs) And then uh, we've got our illustrious producer, Brian. Hey, hey, hey. And of course, I be your host, Biggin, and how about you? We've got a great show again, like I said before, that uh, we are excited to have you guys um, uh, be part of. Producer Brian, how do our folks get in touch with us through the socials, all those things? Yes, we are on all of the socials. Facebook, at Southern Fried Philosophy, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch at SFP Radio. You can always email us at sfpradio at gmail.com. And please, if you want to support the show, go check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash sfpradio. Uh, you can always take, check out the show on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and the TuneIn app, plus anywhere else you can find a podcast. Absolutely. Uh, We want to direct you guys, if you're watching live uh, on Facebook, to go over to our YouTube channel. If you're listening via podcast, please also go to uh, YouTube uh, and then search Southern Fried Philosophy. At that point, if you click subscribe, then uh, and we get 100 people, then I can tell you to go to youtube.com forward slash SFP radio. That'd be a whole lot easier than all the googly gunk. Mm -hmm. So we'll have to search. So we would appreciate it. Please just make sure to go to YouTube. All you have to do is subscribe. You don't have to listen or anything else like that. Just subscribe. (laughs) That's it. That'd be be great. You Uh, mean we won't tell them to ring the bell? Oh yeah. Eventually (laughs) at some point when we get like a hundred listeners, then we could go there and it'd be great. Yeah. We could point in random places around the screen. Oh yeah. That'd be great. I hope we get it right when you edit it. You're here. Click down there. That'd be great. <laughs> Link in the description. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, if you are staying at home, just like most of us are, but now we're starting to get out, uh, and you want to create your own podcast, uh, shoot producer Brian an email at uh, headlines at sfpradio.com. He can get all your video editing done, all your audio, this and that. He can make really cool videos on YouTube that says, look down here, click. Uh, that'd that. be great. That's yeah. true. Also, next week, we are going to have my nurse practitioner, (laughs) Brittany Pettigrew, come on. You'll remember uh, a couple episodes ago, she was the one that gave me that dreaded uh, Dr. DRE. Oh, um, oh, we got a firsthand account. Oh, wow. Literally a firsthand account. I can't wait. I mean, so many questions, right? Uh, but she's part of the medical community. Uh, her story is amazing, but even just kind of peek behind the curtains of some of the stuff that's going on and insurance and, uh, being part of a practice and nurse practitioner versus doctor. It's just fascinating. So she's going to come on. Uh, we have to, you know, obviously take care of HIPAA. So you can't ask personal questions, you know, on my, I think I can get one of those like almost expired, uh, COVID shots. Oh yeah. Maybe the Chinese version. Yeah. That'd be great. 
Uh, also, if you want to be a show sponsor, hit us up. Uh, send us an email at sfpradio uh, at gmail.com. Hey, we still need our listeners from North Dakota, Alaska, and Vermont. I've came up with a plan, Producer Brian. Uh, on We're going to get a random day. We're going to call the visitor center of each one of these states, you know, a city in there, and we're going to call them and see if they'll listen to the show. So I think that'll be great. We, but we got to do it during the day because, you know, they're closed, you know, at light. So that, that might be a little bit of hindrance, but we'll figure it out. I think it'd be fun. Uh, also, say shout out to our new listener from Spain. How about that? All right. Spain coming in hot. Get all. Right. <laughs> what was that? No swearing. What's up in Spanish? Oh, or que pasa. what is it? <laughs> oh, look at que you. Dollar que pasa. Right, well, look at you. There's you know there's two different dialects, so you make sure you don't. Oh, there's more than right. two dialects. There's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there's, I mean, there's there's Mexico and there's Spain. Like they they don't always speak the same way. That's what I'm saying. No, I think the I folks in the multiple, Caribbean and, and South America would there's, be uh, <laughs> El Paso Spanish, and there's. <laughs> Mexico Spanish, right? Did somebody say queso? I don't know, but I want some queso. (laughs) Where did queso come in? I love queso. Somebody, yeah, queso's good. (laughs) Where's the best place that has queso? Uh, you know, I like the, the stuff that has the chorizo in it, like the spicy sausage. Good lord, where are you going? But well, there's a place, it's called Queso Fundido. You can get it at almost any decent Mexican restaurant. But like the ones that come with the chips. Yeah. Well, yeah, it has chips too. No, you're not like dipping sausage and cheese. It's ground up in the cheese. Okay. <laughs> chips okay, are included. Can I go on record to say that Chipotle has the worst queso yes. on record? It's because it's it is- uh, grass fed or something. <laughs> This is nasty. Also, uh, if the, if you just heard a voice that you're unfamiliar with, that's our guest, Lee Short. He's going to be joining us throughout the show, so he'll be popping in his voice, but uh, he's our special guest and joining us throughout the show. So anybody else have got good queso? Taco uh, Bell's horrible. No, well, I actually I like the stuff. That's good queso. Get, who has? Moe's. Oh, yeah. I do like Moe's. I haven't been Moe's to Moe's in forever. Moe's. I like Moe's. Uh, I actually mm. like the stuff you can get at some grocery stores have it. It's like, in a, you can get a little tub or like a quart of it. Huh. It's always pretty good. I also like the, um, the Velveeta and melt the uh, Hormel oh. chili in it. Oh yeah. Or like the, what's the, the, the Velveeta like Rotel dip. You know, oh like yeah. It's every Super Bowl party ever. Absolutely. Some people use Velveeta, some use cream cheese, some use sausage, some use ground beef, some, you know. Come on it's with a it. Pound of cheese and some chilies. That's basically it. <laughs> this entire episode is brought to you by food. Yeah. We're just going to talk hungry. a lot about food. Just wait. Just wait. Yeah. You're not hungry now. <laughs> All right. I'm going to ask you, gentlemen, like I ask you every week, I'd be darn. Magic Man. You're still horrible. Your your job is driving you nuts. I'm done. <laughs> There's hey, that. You're surprised. <laughs> Producer Brian, how you been hurt? I'm good. Um, I have a, a, a language question for you guys tonight. Okay. Not, not a All Spanish right. or Spanish one either. Or a um, Queso one. So how would you say, how would you describe this Saturday? If you were saying this, like the, the three days from now, 
you're in, a, in conversation talking about Saturday. Would you say this Saturday or would you say next Saturday? So this, three this days Saturday. from now is three this days Saturday. from now is it's this Saturday. Is next this Saturday. Saturday. Is, yeah. If, if the day were Monday, like it is for all the people in the time lapse, listen to this show uh-huh. and you're still describing Saturday, the five or six days away. Is it this Saturday or next Saturday? Still yep. this Saturday. This Saturday. Because once you pass one Saturday, the following Saturday, then it becomes this Saturday. Thank you. And then the I, one after that is next Saturday. Thank you this for- This sounds like an argument with the wife. Yes, it is. Exactly. And now mm-hmm. I have I have backing on my point of view. So Oh, absolutely. She yeah. thinks it's next Saturday? She wants to say, well, she's using, because technically it is still the, the very next Saturday. But who talks mm-hmm. like that, right? Everyone knows yeah. this and next are not the same, right? Right. Absolutely. It's like, yeah. I'm going to have to vote against the teacher. I mean, yeah, right. And, sorry, so, teacher. and my daughter's thinking the same way. You know, she's, that's how her brain just works like, yeah, because she's I smart. something's happening next. She thinks it's three days from now. And it's really like 10 days from now. Yeah. That can, Math. that can mess you up. Right. Uh, Lee, how are you doing, buddy? Well, uh, <laughs> I had a wreck. <laughs> so oh man! So I totaled my I totaled my car that I've had for a year, and uh, <clears throat> uh, you know, you hit a guardrail going seventy miles an hour, it, it wakes you up a little bit. So, I'm sure, oh, yeah. but, you know, did you get the gap insurance? Do what? Did you get the gap insurance? So, I know, I know. So, uh, but the kids are safe. It was me and the kids. The kids walked out with not a bruise, not a scratch. Um, I, I messed up a tendon in my finger and, and I got a nice bruise right there. I'm like, no, oh, Hey buddy. Man. So, the left, no, you know, left arm. Everybody's safe. So cars are replaceable. So we're doing good. Wow. Wait, that is a good point. Producer Brian, is that your left arm or right arm? Just bruised. Can't tell. Is that left or right? That's my left arm. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, awesome. Right. <laughs> the airbags, like, okay. Yeah, the air, it was like the side, the side, the side airbags, airbags popped yeah. out. It's amazing. I've never had airbags go off on me. I don't. That's not. What I think about. I've been in several wrecks. I didn't I've have. Never had the pleasure. I did, I've always been scared of the airbag coming out of the steering wheel and like punching you in the face. Yeah, and that didn't that didn't happen. So I mean, it, it, it popped out, but I, it didn't hit me in my face or anything. But I yeah, kind of got good. sandwiched between the side airbag and the and the steering wheel airbag, so it just it messed up my shoulder, my arm. Yeah. So uh, kept you in the windshield, I guess. But yeah, I didn't, you good. know, I was wearing my seatbelt, so I got I had, a, I got a, I had a buddy in uh, my high chest. school. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I, I had a buddy in high school who had a front got a front airbag hit him, and he, it looked like you just like taking his face and rubbed it across the concrete. It was like. Oh man! It's like it's like you have a skint knee. It was a skint face from the airbag, basically. Whoa! Yeah, I don't think I like that anymore. Yeah, that's hey. Have yeah, y'all just take him out? No way. Oh. Have y'all seen that video where that truck gets stuck on that sign pole or that signpost, and then when he backs off of it, he drops to the ground, and then the cur- side curtain airbag on the oh, driver's yeah. side door yeah, goes off and knocks his hat off into the parking lot. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, do you remember the old SNL skit? Well, I guess when when airbags just came out, and it would like blow up, but then it would also make popcorn for you. So. <laughs> <laughs> Jiffy pop, yep. Jiffy pop. 
<laughs> so when you're just sitting there, you can just start eating the That's popcorn. Great. That's great. That was fantastic. Oh. Uh, you asked me how I've been doing. Uh, no, I'm uh, still having ups and downs of the sickness, um, but they're, but they're small little victories. Like I don't know. Like I took a shower without like being winded. So, you know, maybe getting a little bit of strength back, so that's good. All right. So we'll see uh we'll see how it all turns out. Good gracious. This thing. So um let me give you guys the southern word of the week. You guys probably know, uh, but those that are from our northern uh north of the Mason Dixon line may not understand. The word of the week is high cotton. High cotton. Have you guys heard that one before? Yes. Yeah, Central Cabarrus Brewery has a, uh, or Cabarrus Brewery Company, whatever, has the high cotton beer. Is it oh, more expensive they? than the rest of them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, the, the the phrase in the South is living in high cotton. Usually that means uh, enjoying a good deal of wealth. So, mm. you know, for your Yankees, if you, uh, you know, put some money in GameStop and you got some money, you're living in high <laughs> cotton. There you How go. about you? Uh, all right, so there was a bit that we have done before called the Mountain Eagle. Um, this is a uh, newspaper in Kentucky, in Appalachia. Have you heard of the Mountain Eagle before, Lee? I have, yeah. Yeah, and they have a a phone line where they can you can call in, and it's called Speak Your Peace, P-I-E-C-E. And what they do is they just let you rip. It, they don't edit it. They just let you kind of <laughs> speak your piece, and then uh, then they print it in their local newspaper. For twenty dollars, you can get a year subscription to the Mountain Eagle, which I would definitely encourage you to do so. But here are a few of my favorites from the past week. All right, I am certain s- certain school officials think he thinks he hit the jackpot with the married woman he's seeing. But this isn't her first rodeo, and it probably won't be her last, so don't get too comfortable. I know you've been a very decent man, but you've stepped over the line. You're making fools of yourself. Ooh. That was juicy. <laughs> yeah. I gotta get some sound effects for that. <laughs> it won't be her like, first like rodeo, it probably won't be the last. <laughs> I mean, how great is this, right? They just call in, and then the newspaper prints it. Love it. Uh, everyone deserves a second chance. I thought during my lifetime, but I guess I didn't get a second chance. Just remember that you will always hold a special place in my heart, Donna. There you go. Uh, people always talk about how the right hand of Fork Dottie Creek is bad for drug dealing, but everybody knows that the left hand fork has drug dealers too. But the police are afraid of them. <laughs> wow! <laughs> like the right hands, I could see like as like old Miss frat guys, and then the other side is like you know downtown folks, like you know the eighties of roughnecks. On the left-hand side, good gracious. Amazing fact. All of the COVID-19 virus that exists on the Earth could fit into a single cola can. The virus is that small. We don't know if it's true. Facts are optional. I mean, but I thought that was interesting. Yeah, what's your data source on that? (laughs) (laughs) Again, this is speak your piece, man. (laughs) Facts are optional. (laughs) 
Uh, to a certain grouch, you think you could go around giving me dirty looks, but guess what? When you die, you think you'll be able to walk up to God with a big smile on your face and shake his hand, but it might not be the other way around, but it might be the other way around. God may have a trap door for you <laughs> and, and you'll get nothing but fire and brimstone for your tormenting of everybody. Think about it. You're going to pay for what you've done and your money. You can't take it with you when you leave. Good gracious. Wow. I mean, they're coming in hot. And evidently, there was a ruckus at the Litchfield Pizza Hut uh, to the person or persons who are put to put the people at Pizza Hut out of work. I hope karma kicks you in the butt so hard that you wish you never would have done this. So there's that. Pizza Hut. Don't mess with Pizza, pizza Hut. Hut. I mean, 606, by hut. God. Uh... It keeps going. Uh, Again, they called in. I want to know why the employees at Pizza Hut got a raise in January, then go close the doors on their faces in February. I hope those money-hungry owners are satisfied. (laughs) I mean... Someone's bitter about the Pizza Hut. No doubt. I mean, the whole town. Uh, And lastly, a guy I think has a little bit of a crush on on the weather girl. Uh, I really enjoy Brandon Robertson telling us the weather on WYMT TV, but I don't like the blonde who was there acting, <laughs> acting like she knows everything about the weather when she doesn't. If they had any sense, they would have Chastity Gayhart back on there telling the weather. Oh, oh buddy. Oh, man. Oh, buddy. <laughs> so that is your uh, speak the piece from the, from the week of... Uh, whatever last week it was. How many readers does this newspaper have? Do you think? I don't know. Like, is it like the same two hundred people all the time <laughs> talking no, to each but other? Anybody can call it. You don't have to be a member. It's just anybody just, in the community know. calls this number. Yeah, uh, it's it's funny. I, I think it's funny. That's all. Oh yeah. I think Any- we should call in. Give them something really juicy. Oh, yeah. Oh, what if I call them and be like, listen here, Litchfield, you need to listen to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. Yes. Because it is awesome, and we love you so much. Oh, that. All right. That's the, on the agenda. That's the, on the like agenda the this editor. week. You get the editor on to do an interview. Yeah. Oh, that would be good. <laughs> yeah. They do have an editor. So, I mean, they do kind of respond back. So, that one may not make it. <laughs> All right. So, gentlemen. I need to tell you about the Cabarrus County Burger Madness. Dun, dun, dun. It's like Mad Cow, but local. Kind of. Oh. Um, so in Cabarrus County, uh, they've teamed up with local restaurants and they are creating a burger madness competition in Cabarrus County. So you're outside of Cabarrus County or outside of North Carolina. You can you can just play along, you know, just for fun. Uh, but what they're going to do is every, all these restaurants will have these burgers. People can vote online to which one is the best. And so, um, Mm. I'm going to give you a description of each one of these burgers. Oh, all right. Hey, this reminds me, was it last year that we did the, the burger draft? We did the burger topping draft right before, uh, it happened. We never yeah, got to yeah, like the try the burgers. We never tried. <laughs> hey, that's that's when I first started uh, joining you guys on this because I remember. Uh, oh, do something we about scrambled eggs on burgers? Yeah, remember everyone that? remembers Bless his burger. Bear. Yeah, go back and listen. I need to look up that, that was episode. The worst burger. <laughs> 
So yeah. says you. <laughs> <laughs> have you legitimately? Have you ever had scrambled eggs on a burger? Anybody? It's no different than having a regular egg. Oh, it's different. Oh, much different. Much I'll different. I'll do a fried Lee? egg on a burger. Absolutely, yes. but scrambled? No, because you got the point is getting that yolk to bust want, and getting yeah. the mm. yolk on the burger. Scrambled yep, eggs yep. ruin that. And you get the crispiness of those mm-hmm. edges of the the egg whites. Yeah. I can deal with <laughs> fried egg, but all right. So here we go. Two gals kitchen, and they have the jazzed burger, a lean burger patty topped with a fried egg. There we go. Candied bacon. Can, oh, this is can. Oh, I thought I said something else. Yeah. yeah. No candied bacon, grilled asparagus, smoked gouda, and sweet onion spread served on an what? Get this, an oh. everything bagel. Okay. Um, it, it, they lose me with the lean burger. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, that's a that's good really, the first thing they said was lean head. burger, and that's where you lost me. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Put whatever else you want on there, but make it a like these like an eighty twenty like a fatty burger, please. Okay. All right. Good call. Good call. I don't like the grilled asparagus. Yeah. That's going to throw me. Uh, and on a yeah. bagel, not a fan of that either. I, I love I love everything bagels. But and I do too. But anything. I don't want my I'll burger eat, on it. I'll eat anything on an everything bagel. Burger. Huh. I'll eat especially scrambled eggs on an everything bagel. You ever try that? That's good. You can't try to make a burger healthy. Like that. Feel like no, no, no. Feel like that's yeah. what they were doing. Lean meat, asparagus. Well, like, well, candied bacon though, and a fried uh, egg. Yeah, sugar. They're, yeah, they're confused. <laughs> that's, that's their problem. They're confused. <laughs> I'll give you that. All right, we've got a lot, so let's okay. let's roll. All right, seventy three in Maine is the local one. It's a patty made from local beef and bacon ground together, which I like. All right, and topped with aged cheddar cheese, crispy buttermilk fried bacon, house made mayo, baby bib lettuce, fresh tomato, and onion, served on a brioche bun. Sounds good. Yeah, I'll take that one. Well done. All right. Here's uh, Cabarrus Brewing Company. Get in figgy with it. A half-pound certified Angus beef patty topped with a semi-soft French brie, crisp romaine lettuce, Roma tomato, and house-made fig jam served on a toasted brioche bun. Mm. Needs bacon. I hate the lettuce-tomato combo. Hate it. Yeah, yeah, Uh, take off the lettuce-tomato, put a piece of bacon on it. There you go. Chop House, uh, the Cowboy Barbecue Burger, a juicy beef burger topped with a slice of American cheese, smoked sea salt, ground black pepper, pulled pork, barbecue sauce, and coleslaw. Why is salt and ground black pepper an ingredient? On that's that weird, right? That's Those are condiments. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, smoked sea salt, I guess that adds something, but... Maybe. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, whatever. That's good. All right. Havana, Carolina is the Cuban Frita Burger, seasoned ground beef, and chorizo patty. Grilled with onions and topped with tomatoes, lettuce, and shoestring potatoes. Served in a pressed Cuban hamburger bread. I might get behind that. Okay. I'll try it. Yeah, it yeah. says Cuban on it. I want to try it. So Yep. Uh this is the hot box. Uh, this is called the Southern Charm. One third pound brisket blend patty topped with pimento cheese spread. Oh, yeah. Pickles, house fried green tomatoes, 
served on a Duke's multigrain bun. I mean, pimento cheeseburger. What else you can do? That's yeah. Pickles, I feel like yeah. you could have gone a little bit more with that. Again, bacon is missing from half of these burgers. <laughs> right. Uh, here's Jackie Boy's Grill Top uh, Jalapeno Jack Burger. Jackie Boy's signature 8-ounce prime ground beef burger with roasted jalapeno queso um, and crispy onion. Sorry, right. roasted jalapeno and queso and crispy onion. That sounds good. Yeah. I like the sound of that. Yep. Magic Man, which one uh, is is your favorite so far? None, because they don't have scrambled eggs. <laughs> no. Oh, man. A lot of them sounded real good. That's hard. It's a hard decision. Mm-hmm. Honest mm-hmm. with you. Really good. Um, the one that was before um, CBC. Oh, wow. Okay. So oh, we're going one. for the 73 and Maine one. All right. I okay. think so, yeah. Okay. That's like a bacon. I bet you it was a bacon cheeseburger. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, here we go. We're finished wrapping this thing. Well, no, we're not. We got a lot to go. Uh, <laughs> the Johnny Roger barbecue burger. This is the candied goat burger. G O A T, not an actual goat. Uh, Hand patted all beef burger topped with house candied bacon. Got me. Buttermilk fried onion frizzles. Creamy goat cheese. Ooh. Smokehouse aioli. Lettuce and tomato. Served on a local baked classic burger bun. All right. Goat cheese. Yeah. Good. If you could have gone with a brioche, I would have been much happier with that. But I got you. All mm-hmm. right. Parkway House. Uh, it's the ba- the big bad mad burger. Double burger with American and provolone cheese. Topped with bacon, grilled jalapenos. Onion, lettuce, tomato, a special mad sauce served on the brioche. All right. Eh. Okay. I like, Pun- I like jalapenos. So it's- yeah, I'm not a jalapeno guy. I'm not a jalapeno guy either. <laughs> Punchy's Diner. The Home Run Burger. Two four-ounce all-beef patties topped with house-made chipotle pimento cheese. Six. Hold on now. Sorry. Hold on to your seats. Sorry. <laughs> Six slices of bacon. Served on a, hold on, grilled glazed donut, freshly made at the Donut House in Kannapolis. Yes. Hands down. Okay. That That's good, but... Okay, so my wife and I, the couple of experiences we've had, we've had with Bunchy, I can't talk, Bunchies. Yeah, yeah. It was like we were eating warmed up TV trade dinners. <laughs> so, I'll give you that. So I'll I hope, give you that. I hope this one is actually homemade and not yeah. <laughs> stuck in a microwave and heated up. That's true. Uh, um, uh, but I, you had me at the the six slices of bacon. Worst case scenario, you can just eat more bacon. Well, house-made yeah, chipotle pimento cheese sounds pretty good. Yeah. Like, give me that and just bacon to dip it in. I'm down with that. Uh, the Smoke Pit pimento cheeseburger, two. Four ounce patties made of ground brisket, short rib, and chuck, topped with house made pimento cheese, bread butter pickles, mayonnaise, and onions. They had to mess it up. I'm all over that one. They had to mess it up with the bread and butter. Uh, bread and butter, man. Oh, I, I love the bread and butter. I cannot pickles. abide I the bread and butter jar. pickles. I can set and eat a jar by itself. Yeah, I had I think, one time. Me and Big Enough had that conversation, but it's, <laughs> I can't. Yeah. I can't do the sweet pickle. Mm. 
not not the that kind of not a cucumber pickle. What it's about like a this though? Vietnamese oh. pickle might be different or something. But. <laughs> what about the ground brisket, short rib, and chuck? That's amazing. Yes. I mean, take this patty and put it on that first burger, and now we're in business. Oh, hey, buddy. All right. <laughs> All right. Last burger is the Vortex bottle shop that is called the New Tradition, an eight ounce house made ground chuck blend topped with, again, the, the loved pimento cheese, brown sugar and black pepper bacon, fried pickle green tomatoes, and chive aioli served on a roasted garlic milk bread from the local loaf. What's a milk bread? Anybody? Is that what people make when it snows? <laughs> what? Milk bread run. Yeah, oh. everybody goes and gets bread and milk. milk. There it is. <laughs> uh, you got to admit that was a good one. That was. There you go. As Larry the Cable Guy would say, that was funny right there. I don't care who you are. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, there's some contenders right. there for sure. Those there, are, those there's some good, good ones. That'll be mm-hmm. interesting. We'll uh, when the when the voting ends and they declare the winner, we'll let you guys know uh, who's the winner on that one. All right. Well, speaking of winners, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to do, since my beloved Kentucky Wildcats are not going to make it into March Madness, uh, I don't care anymore about March. I don't care anymore about the NCAA bracket. So therefore, I am going to go to something I do love, which is chicken sandwiches. Amen. And so we are going to have the elite eight of chicken sandwiches from local... Well, not local, but they're uh, chain restaurants. So the contenders of the SFP Chicken Madness Bracket are going to be as so. Uh, Chick-fil-A, Popeye's, Zaxby's, KFC, McDonald's, Arby's, Wendy's, and Bojangles. So these are the eight. What we need you guys to do is we've put a, 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 a poll on uh, Facebook and we'll do it on Instagram and uh, Twitters and whatnot. Uh, We need you guys to help rank one through eight so we can have some good seating. So we will, uh, we'll get that underway next week. So producer Brian, correct me if I'm wrong. So the idea of this is we are actually going to taste uh, all of these sandwiches, but it's going every week. Yeah. So our plan as you know, as we thought about this was to do, we have eight sandwiches, so we're going to do one match per week, essentially. So we're not sitting right. down in front of eight sandwiches at one time, because right. uh, that's going to skew everything. So you know, we'll we'll figure we'll figure out the seating. We're going to get the poll going, um, and we'll probably do the one versus eight next week, and then the following week we'll do four, five. And three six and seven two, or we can go one eight. So we, we can jump around if we need to, right. but once a week. So yeah, basically we'll try to keep it pretty quick so we don't bore you with our chicken sandwich eating. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think it's gonna be great. I think it's gonna be awesome to. personally, and I'm kind of you know was, this is not going in favor of my my ketogenic diet, but uh, <laughs> I'm going to make it work <laughs> as I can. Yeah, so I think uh, even you said like you're gonna. Do like a quarter of it, yeah, and then just try it. I'm going to sample essentially to get my flavors, and then, it, well, we'll see what happens when I get to that Bojangles sandwich. But 
You're going to eat the whole thing. <laughs> uh, so initial and, and also some ground rules are yes. we have to eat it exactly as it comes. So yes. we can't add any sauces. We can't add anything else to it. The question I have, though, Producer Brian, is if it comes with lettuce, tomato, and we don't like those, are we still eating it with the lettuce, tomato? I feel like that's part of the, yeah. I don't, I'm not, I don't love, I'm fine with lettuce, tomato on some sandwiches. I don't want it, like the Bojangles in Mooresville I grew up with only had lettuce on their chicken sandwich. Hmm. But some franchises would do less than tomato, and it would drive me insane because the sandwich I liked and grew up with didn't have the tomato on it, and I'm not tomato. Gotcha. But I think we just, you know, take it as it how it comes, and that becomes part of the judging. So, okay. And with yep. that said, I feel like a certain beloved chain may be at a disadvantage because of their lack of sauce on their sandwich. Unfortunately, but that's a good sandwich, so maybe not. Magic man, your thoughts? They don't need the sauce. <laughs> I agree. Oh, thought as far as uh, if we should about lettuce and tomato, right? Just, um, just let her how it comes. Yeah, I guess to be fair, we should. All right. Uh, if you would like to help contribute, because this is going to be very expensive, because we're going <laughs> to keep Patreon. buying the same sandwich <laughs> over and over again. Just you know, contribute to our Patreon link, and we'll buy sandwiches with it. So anyway, uh, you know, no March Madness for me, at least. I don't care anymore, so we're going to do this uh, fun little doing, see, four, project. Five, six. I tried this before. Is it seven weeks of, of what I'm calling chicken madness? I, is that the, I is that the right math here? I don't need, because we, ha- we had this argument. Yes, it's seven. Before. Okay. It's seven? Okay. I counted yeah. it wrong. I came up with like 26, and that was wrong. So, you know, the first time. <laughs> so seven, and then times, we're going to have a, two sandwiches each. Yeah. So it's yeah. going to be 14 sandwiches that we're buying for this yeah. thing. And these are like, these are four $55 sandwiches, <laughs> right? So yeah, there's a budget there to do that math. All right. Well, I'll give guys. Maybe give I'll me. just keep one in the fridge for the next time it comes around. <laughs> is that fair? This lettuce is wilted. How did that happen? Yeah. Uh, I'll give you guys some gift cards. <laughs> we'll go that it's route. Ch- chicken is rubber. <laughs> All right, let's go to some wacky news brought to you by Watchman Cigars. If you need a quality cigar at a cheap price, check out our friends at WatchmanCigar.com. All right. Uh, I've been compiling news for weeks now, so we're going to yeah. just kind of pick a few of these. Uh, so, you know, kind of go along with the theme of our show here. Uh, let's talk about, can we talk about pizza for a second? Absolutely. You guys like breakfast pizza? Oh, yeah. Any? QT? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the QT breakfast pizza. Hey, yeah. buddy. Well, there is a restaurant in, let me pull up the link, actually, in Des Moines, who is putting Fruit Loops on a pizza. Yeah. Interesting. It's in huh. the sauce. So it's a Fruit Loop pizza, and the, the sauce is sour cream and cream cheese. Mm-hmm. Topped with mozzarella, Fruit Loops, and drizzled with Greek yogurt and condensed milk. Hopefully that's sweetened condensed milk. What the? Uh, the picture is not appetizing. I mean, I like Fruit Loops. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Uh, the only but, thing worse than that could be Captain Crunch, just for the roof of your mouth. Right. Well, yeah, that's just, that's like Geneva Convention would outlaw that, I think. But <laughs> yeah, so 
just want to throw that out there. Oh my the gosh. Top. Fruit Loops pizza. And, and uh, for the record, how do you spell Fruit Loops? Anybody? Ooh, this is a Mandela effect. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I think it's just F R U I T, right? F-R-U-I-T. This is it's two O's, right? F-R-U-I-T. Yeah. I can't remember. They're spelling it with a double O in this article. So that's. Okay. I don't remember. I was thinking it was UI, but now I don't remember. Maybe they changed yeah. it. They rebranded it because of the Mandela effect back the other that's direction. That's two O's. That's two O's. <laughs> All right. Let us so. fruit. Oh. I guess they couldn't technically call it Fruit Loop, so they're like, well, we're going to make this word up because it's not really fruit. Yeah, there oh. you go. There oh, you that, go. That's real time. It's real. All right. Uh, speak, uh, again, not another pizza article just happens to be. What do you know? Um, so research, you know, scientists are, you know, saving the world right now. Um, but some of them have finally come out and said that, speaking of breakfast pizza, that pizza is a better breakfast than most cereals is from a nutritional standpoint. <laughs> well, there you go. My so, college but, is saved. Right? Yeah. So My because of all the sugar found in most cereals, you know, I might have more fat, but it's less sugar. So they're saying you're better off eating like pizza for breakfast than like a bowl of Fruit Loops. Hmm. Yeah. Well, hey, when we were growing Makes up, we sense. had the four food groups. So pizza, you've got is it the meat, dairy, uh, vegetables or whatever, fruit and vegetables, and uh, bread. There you go. All four of them. Do you, Lee, when you were, when you visited Campbellsville, do you remember a guy named Big Will? Yeah, that sounds familiar. I mean, he was just a big, big dude. Um, and I'll never forget. I went to uh go ahead. Uh-oh. Was he was he uh was he a black guy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh I'll never forget, like I, I went to Walmart, right, and we got I got the the bag of the the cheap fruit loops. Um you know what I'm talking about? Like the, you have the bag, you know, you have the regular Fruit Loops and you have the bag cereal. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So I got a bag of, of Fruit Loops and then I got, you know, a gallon of milk. And I remember like we were leaving and we had like the the PlayStation 2 or something on there. And uh, he's like, hey, can I go play video games? I was like, yeah, that's fine. And uh, and so we went into our dorm room, played video games, whatever. I left and I came back. <laughs> well, Big Will... Uh, got the bag cereal right and poured and poured the milk into the bag cereal and just and was eating it out of the bag when I came back. <laughs> I was like, that's one, smart. one that's genius, and two, you owe me like seven fifty. So because that and the milk, so that's like, a lot of cereal too. That is a ton of that's cereal. Like- like a like a five gallon bucket in like in a bag of <laughs> right of cereal, stale fruitios or whatever. Like, Big Will, what are you doing, man? And like you just and then, and then he's like, oh my bad, got done with the game, sealed it up, and left with my bag. I was like, what the heck? He's like, I got hungry. <laughs> well, clearly, Big Will. So uh, I don't think I'll ever forget that. That was funny. Oh man, sorry, I, I digress. No, that's good, man. It's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, folks at the border, the, the Mexican border, are getting, I think, desperate with their with, with what's happening here. It's because nearly 
200 pounds of illegal Mexican bologna was compensated <laughs> by U.S. Customs and Border Protection. Agents found 22 rolls of bologna, which is 194 pounds, in a truck uh, in, in New Mexico. <laughs> My question about oh, there's so this many. whole situation is, what is illegal about bologna? That's what they're saying. It wasn't cleared through customs? I I get I don't yeah I, well okay if I'm reading and, and reading's hard Mexican bologna is prohibited because it could introduce foreign animal diseases into the U.S. apparently but okay all right I'll give you that I, I, all the things it, being smuggled across the border right bologna all the things cocaine bologna. cocaine fine marijuana fine yeah. bologna yeah. no <laughs> don't you bring that bologna in here <laughs> there's a hard stop on bologna gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah. Wow. Yeah. What are they going to do with 194 pounds of bologna? No, they, they destroyed it, which means they had bologna sandwiches at the, the, the precinct. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but what were, what were the normal people going to do with it? I don't know. Like just drive like, around it's like an ice cream truck and just guess, pass out slices of bologna? Yeah, you know, you go to those uh, delis that have like the, oh, no, I don't want that bologna. I want the bologna from the back. You know what I mean? <laughs> So that's what we, we need. have. We have this bologna for you know four dollars, but we got the cheap stuff but in the back you know, of three. You get that fifty cent bologna yeah. from, you know, from the trunk <laughs> right. of the car. We figured out how how all these is getting their bologna, gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good gracious. Woo, <laughs> Lytle. All those yeah. new Lytle oh, commercials. Awesome. All right. Any, anything else? Uh, I got one more. Let me do one more. All right, let's do one uh, more. This, this one jumped out. I just had to bring this up. I wish we had got to talk about this last week when we had the uh, How Country Are You oh, yeah. poll. Um, are you country enough to be driving down the road and see a 300-pound, uh, 16-foot Burmese python and go, oh, mama, pull over. I want to go wrangle that thing. Because... <laughs> In Florida, surprise, surprise, it's exactly it what Florida happened. Man? Florida man, Florida teenager, really, driving down the road, spotted something on his family's property that required a second look. Mm-hmm. Quote, I drove past it and said, that's a big snake. So I had my mother with me and she said, well, get out and get it. <laughs> I said, you get out and get it. I, I love the play by play. You can't help me. You were caught. So, Big Snake was a 16-foot Burmese python. There's a picture on the website, and I'll put these in the show notes, of three dudes lined up laying next to it. They killed it. It's, a, it's like, three, like three people standing on their, on their heads, basically, would be wow. the size of this snake. Yo, I hate I hate Satan's little hand puppet. Man, I cannot stand that. Those yeah. things. Oh, there's some more dialogue here. He says, I told oh. him, man, watch that thing. I'm on my way. He called, whoever he called. We're going to catch that thing, said his cousin. <laughs> sure. Sure he did. <laughs> we were trying we to pull him back and pull him back, and he got on us. So I, <laughs> wh- They didn't give up. So after he hooking, they like, ended up shooting it. They, they were pulling it out of like the of of like some woods or something. Or can you? <laughs> got on us. So how country are you? That's my question. 
out of out of a score of forty, they scored one hundred and seventy-five. Yeah, they win. You win, right. boys. <laughs> you win. <laughs> they, they I can listen. make me some boots out of that thing. Absolutely, you can make a whole like suit out of this thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they listened to our poll and said, "Hold my beer." Yeah. Good gracious, that's fantastic. Well, thank you, sir, for that. Yeah, so if you have uh, any news, if you want, you know, hard-hitting news like this, please send it my way at headlines at sfpradio.com, and we'll try and get on the show. That'd be great. All right, so let's go to our interview, our special guest for the week, Lee and Short. now, our feature presentation. All right, Mr. Lee Short, welcome to the show. How are you tonight, my friend? I'm good. Thanks for having me on. I've been looking forward to this. You've begged me for like a year and a half, so I didn't beg you. You, know, I just you said, promised me. I just said, "Hey, I want to be on your show." <laughs> I just dropped it yeah. a few times. <laughs> yeah, a few times. Um, so, tell our listeners a little bit of how we know each other. Uh, so, Biggin went to Campbellsville University, where my sister also attended, and. I was like 15 and we had a fall break at the private school I went to and I went and spent like a week at Campbellsville and just bounced around the dorm staying with different people. <laughs> like I stayed with my now brother-in-law, Tim, and uh, stayed with JT. So like just started bouncing around and, you know, ended up becoming pretty good friends with JT and we, uh, we talked and it, it was a time where my dad had left just a few years before my mom was very sick. So I, I really think JT and a couple other guys picked up on just, I was kind of a hurting kid to be honest with you. And they just, even though I was, you know, I don't know how much younger I am than you, but uh, they just took me in. And so uh, I ended up coming back. I, I vividly remember this. I ended up coming back one weekend and just stayed with Jed. I didn't even see my sister the whole weekend. Like I stayed with JT the whole weekend. You're staying at maybe your grandma's house that you, yeah. right? And it was the all-star weekend. And it was when Vince Carter went crazy on the dunk contest. Yeah. I just vividly remember us eating pizza, <laughs> watching that dunk contest. I don't, you know, one of those weird memories that just sticks with you. But yeah. So then, you know, that's how I met JT. We became, you know, he was a good friend and just helped me through that time, really. And then we kind of we lost contact, and what a couple of years ago, found you on Facebook, and we started start yeah. talking again, and and uh, I started listening to the show, and and just um, you know kind of picked up our, our friendship from there. So, yeah, absolutely. So what what happened? What transpired between uh, us kind of losing contact and and kind of you growing up. So I grew up a preacher's kid and I really fit that typical. I really do fit that typical preacher's kid mantra. Like I wasn't a good kid. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so I ended up getting kicked out of private school, Christian school. Uh, so my last three sophomore through graduation of high school, I went to public school. Um, through that, I really and my heart got out of church. Like I was just done. So when I graduated high school, I went to Eastern Kentucky university, um, was a criminal justice major. 
But the biggest thing in that was, in my mind, I was free. Like, this, mm. this is my city. Nobody mm-hmm. knows me. I can be whoever mm. I want to be. And I remember yeah. the first thing I did was, which it's hard to see, first thing I did was I got my eyebrow pierced. And then I'm getting my cartilage pierced and like just kind of went crazy. And so when I got to college, it was, I immediately joined a fraternity. Um, and I started at that point, started drinking. And my mindset was this I'll drink, I'll smoke cigarettes. I said, I'll smoke weed. That's it. I'm not doing anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, four years later, I'm no longer in school. Because I flunked out because I was too busy partying and having fun. And uh, my, I won't, I'll only do these three things turned into, if you put it in front of me, I'll do it. Like my, my rule went mm. from, I'll just do these three to, I won't stick a needle in my arm. Like that was my only rule. Wow. And you threw it in front of me. I did it. And so my last year there, I was. And I'm open about this now. I, was, I, I wasn't for a long time, but now I'm at that point where I can I, I use it with talking with kids, with youth and teens, and trying to help them. Um, and I don't glorify my past, but I tell the truth about my past. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so yeah, by the end, by the end, I was a uh, full blown cocaine addict. Would you know? Almost every weekend was doing ecstasy. I smoked weed like people smoke cigarettes. Like that was just. That's how I functioned. Um, mm. And I literally, like I said, I, I just, if you put a drug in front of me, I did it. And wow. I don't know, last two years, I don't know a day that I didn't do something. Like there was no sober days for over two years. Um, in that, I OD'd once, um, got pulled over with my dealer and we had forty thousand dollars worth of product in the car and it wasn't baloney was it no it wasn't, it wasn't uh okay we would have probably we would have gotten arrested if it was baloney we got <laughs> they let us go they let us go with the forty forty thousand dollars worth of ecstasy in the car that's how you're good but we went baloney we got arrested but uh, you know so my life just was a wreck and so um it was it was bad and i was done like i was just i was i was done with life i was just in my mind i'm 22 at the time and i ruined my life that's where i that's where i thought i was and i just i was ready to ready to give up and so um i moved back home and um my my father or my stepdad said you can live in our house, but the only rule is you got to go to church. And I was wow. like, well, you know what? I ain't got no money. <laughs> so, you know, that's, if church is rent, I'll go to church. I went to church, and and through that, God really got a hold of my heart. And, uh, <laughs> sorry, my daughter. <laughs> that's fine, uh, man. And, and <sighs> people think I'm crazy when I say this, but... I mean, I lived it. I don't know what else to say. You know what I mean? Sure. I, yeah. That I was at a service and the I just got so convicted. Like I used to have to get high to go to church because I couldn't couldn't stand being there. Like it was so 
hard for me to just be there. Mm. And I got just convicted and I went to leave. And as I went to the door, it was just as God said, you walk out that door, I'm done. You, you, you said no over and over, I'm done. And I've never been more scared in my life, just to be honest with you. And mm. I turned around and talked to my pastor and, and got things right, if you, if you will. And then from that, I ended up, I've worked at a children's home for troubled youth for uh, three years. Uh, I've pastored for two years, and now I'm full-time evangelism. And a lot of what I do is helping talking to youth and trying to help them understand consequences of our decision. And so yeah. that's where I'm at now. And so. Wow. That's it, huh? <laughs> Well, like, was there, was there like, um, difficulty getting off of this stuff then at that point? Or, I mean, it still, it was a struggle then or not really? So it's crazy because I literally went out and partied that, that, that Saturday night before. And, you know, and I was smoking cigarettes, probably a pack, pack and a half a day. And I really just quit everything cold turkey. Wow. And, and, it it was a struggle, but like I I, I think God for this I never went through withdrawals. Huh. I never I never went through major pains and stresses with it. Um, now I, I I'll be honest with you, like there's things that still trigger stuff in my mind, and mm. I, I I would tell you I'm just be completely honest. Sure. Someone put lines of coke in front of me right now i would shake because yeah it, it's just I, i'm not tempted to say okay i'm not tempted to go out and buy it like if, right. I, if i knew i could pick up if i knew someone i could pick up the phone call it you'll get it there's no temptation there like I, i'm but if it was in front of yeah. like that whole because that was my that was my drug of choice so, so there's still mental things like that that that, that are triggers, um, and even like like drink with the drinking and stuff. I can walk by a grocery store and I'll see a I'll see a case of Blue Moon with a packet with oranges on top, and I can taste it, you know. And I'm like, <laughs> man, that sounds pretty good, right? You know. So, so there's stuff yeah. like that, and I'm just gonna sound weird because most people hate the smell. But every now and then, I'll get a smell of someone from smoking a cigarette. I'll get the smell of the smoke, and I, yeah. I, I can just I get that kind of sensation back where it's yeah, like, sure, you know, because there's a, I, I tell people like, out of all the things, cigarettes were the biggest because they helped with stress. That, that people don't realize that the the hold that stuff has on you mentally and physically, and so mm-hmm. I'm like. So when I was stressed, I'd smoke a cigarette. When I was, you know, just the cigarette was kind of a go-to for everything. Yeah. So, so I smell it now, and I can kind of, I feel it. I can. So, so it's not yeah. a big temptation, but there are triggers. Sure, sure. Addiction is real. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't go away. You never, you never get off it. Like it doesn't go away. It's always there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I get those same shakes when I see a box of Krispy Kreme donuts hot and ready. <laughs> you know, talking about the cigarette thing, I had a friend who uh, he had he kept smoking. He got he was getting off drugs, and that was how he kind of coped with getting off mm-hmm. of everything else. 
was the cigarette. Like the cigarettes just helped him deal with the rest of the stress of getting as clean as possible. Right. You know? Yeah. And that makes sense. Yeah. So tell us how did, so you mentioned like, you know, God got a hold of you and then how did that transition go from that to you preaching and being a pastor? Well, um, so my pastor at the time, he, we talked, there was a man in the church who ran a boy's home as a home for, for troubled youth. Um, a very, I know it's, it's kind of a touchy issue right now. If you saw a dateline a couple of weeks ago, cause there's focused on a girl's home. Um, but, uh, it was a good ran school, um, properly ran school. And my pastor said, you need to get as close to that guy as possible. He's his life has been helping, helping troubled guys, troubled boys. So I ended up not, and getting close with with Brother Vanderkoy ended up working at the school. So I ended up moving to the school, and I was there. I worked 24 hours a day, six days a week. I got 24 hours off a week. Wow. And I tell people, like, that was my rehab. Hmm. Like, that was, I was so busy working with the boys in school, working with them, playing games with them. You know, I was with them from the time they woke up to the time they went to bed. I, you know, wow. so I was so focused on helping and working with the boys. I didn't have time to think about my issues, if you will. And then me and Brother Vandercoy had time where me and him would just talk. And I could be open with him. And, and he was the first person I was ever completely honest with, with my past. I've done this, I've done that, you know. So, yeah. so though I was working with the boys and I was helping the boys, they were all helping me. Like that was my so sure. that I started preaching chapel and then um started started preaching at church a little bit. But mainly, you know, my for those three years, so I met my wife at the school, which is a whole oh, wow. story. She came to visit a kid that was from her church. So I met my wife wow. at the school. And so we, we met in June, in April, we emailed for a year from April oh, wow. to December. She, she got in a bad relationship. She said, I'm not going to talk to any boys on the phone or date anybody. So she made me email her. So one <laughs> nice. email, one email a week from eight, from June to December. But Good gravy. By October, I, I was like, I, I was like, I'm, I'm going to marry this girl. I know I am. So were these long emails, or was it like, hey, girl? No, what I would never suggest anybody do this because it was a torture. <laughs> sure. But whenever you talk to someone on the phone, it's a lot of nonsense, right? It's a lot of just filler, yeah. and whenever you're emailing. You get to the point of stuff like you're, you're, it's very, very focused on whatever we're talking about. There's not just filler junk in it. They were, yeah. they were long, they were long emails where we talked about stuff that was going on in our lives. We got to the point where we became each other's kind of prayer partner with, Hey, I'm struggling with this. And so they were pretty detailed, but in that we got to know each other because it wasn't just, well, what did you do today? I went, you know, it was, Mm-hmm. Um, so we have to know. Dude, I'd other. be too lazy for that. 
I'd be way too lazy for that. I'd be the guy to be like, I'd respond with yes. <laughs> you know, this reminds me of is, you know, you hear about these letters of like inmates getting out of jail and they've had this pen pal. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, they've been writing back and forth, but they've gotten so connected. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's what this so, guy sounds like. So I was Valerie's inmate. And so, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, December, January 1st, we talked on the phone for the first time. She came and visited the boy again in December, but she really came for me and her. Mm-hmm. So, we went, yeah, on, we, buddy. we went on our first date that that week. She came in. So, she was there for three days, all three nights. We went out. And then, oh boy. And then, January, we started dating. February, we were engaged. July, we got married. So, holy cow! So we went from emails to six months. We were married. So, there you go. So then I moved to Missouri, and I'm, I'm sorry, I'm trying to make this quick. But we moved. No, no, we, we, we moved to Missouri, and I didn't know why. I'm like, I, you know, I had a ministry I was involved <laughs> in, like, I, but I knew this is what God wanted. You know, we prayed about. Huh. We were looking for apartments in Owensboro in Kentucky, and we'd find the perfect apartment, and it would fall through. And it happened like five times. And I was like, "Why can't we find?" And and then through that, we just got you know we want you to move to Missouri. So I moved to Missouri. Didn't know why. I was there for about six months, and God just opened the door. So I trained under my pastor in Missouri, and so I spent four years under him in the ministry. And we had classes on Thursdays and Wednesday mornings and Thursdays. We'd have classes like Bible oh, wow. college style classes. Um, I actually picked up my book a book while ago where I had some of my notes. And so, like, I'm talking about major Bible college type stuff. Huh. And I, so I became the children's minister at the church there. And then through that. Uh, God moved us back to Kentucky, where I, I started pastoring a church there, and so I uh, was there for two, only two years, and that's a different story. But it, it was a church that wasn't started right, and it was when you tried to take a church that was very shallow. I'm not trying to be mean, but that was very shallow, yeah. and you try to steer them back to the Bible. There's a lot of uh, it's uncomfortable, if you will, and so there's sure. a lot of pushback on that. So through that. Uh, had some health issues, and you know that's I took took some time and got my health under control, and then God moved us into evangelism. So we've been full time evangelism since 2018. So, wow how how has COVID impacted evangelism for you? Uh, I lost uh, almost every meeting last year. Um, wow! From, so what I ended up doing was a couple local churches where I've good friends with the pastors we uh, preached for them a couple of times um actually here's actually pretty cool so they were doing outdoor service because we couldn't meet inside so they're doing mm-hmm. outdoor service so uh one of my one of my best friends in the ministry uh matthew thrower he said i'm gonna i want to have an outdoor revival so we set up cars all parked in the in the uh and and the they didn't have a parking lot. Theirs was just a street, and they had cars parked all over the street. And mm-hmm. we we had a two week long revival. It was supposed to be three days, ended up being two weeks long. Wow. The, the entire block was full. The mayor ended up coming, and 
you said, I heard you had you're doing a, a street revival, and Pastor Thrower was like, uh, he goes, yeah, I am. And he was ready to kind of be defensive, like you're not shutting, you know. <laughs> he goes, yeah, yeah. He goes, he goes, I want to help you out. He goes, I've got the city maintenance coming by, and they're going to block off the roads for you. So, so every once everybody parked, we blocked off the roads, so no one could drive through. So it was really neat. So. That was a unique experience, and uh, we saw really fruit from that. We, you know, saw people get saved, and just it, it was an amazing, amazing revival. Then, I, then there's a church that lost their pastor about an hour from where I lived, and so gotcha. I ended up for a little over six months just going to that church and helping them while they didn't have a pastor. So I lost all my meetings, but then God gave me. Filled it with stuff that that uh, I think was a bigger help than just going. Yeah, if that makes sense. And so, absolutely. So this year's been slow so far, but I, I'll be honest, I haven't really tried to fill a calendar this year, just different reasons. But and if anybody has any questions in the chat, um, Magic Man, just kind of you know, if, if anybody has anything, they can you can let us know. Yep, Not, will do. And I'm an open book. I really am. You guys can ask anything. So, about my past, I, I'm I'm an open book. So, boxers or briefs? Oh, boxers. Yeah, I don't like the briefs. Uh, uh, so and maybe help explain a little bit the, the difference between being a pastor and being evangelist for people who may not know. Okay, so a pastor is someone who you know is the Christ is the head of the church, but the pastor is the under shepherd and just is, is the leader of the church. I hate using the word leader because you never see leader in the Bible. Never see leader in the Bible. Moses was a servant. Joshua was a servant. But for lack of a better term right now, I'm going to use use leader. So the pastor is the leader of the church, um, you know, helps guide the church and the, and, and the, way, and, and the way the pastor feels. A lot of counseling, a lot of discipling. An evangelist, biblically, what I believe the evangelist's job is to do is to edify the church, encourage the pastor in the church, and evangelize the lost. And so that's my goal. Whenever I go anywhere, I, I, I get scheduled to come to churches for a Sunday, a revival, multiple days. I don't like calling them revivals. I like calling them meetings. You can't schedule a revival. Revivals just happen. Mm -hmm. um, so a multiple day meeting. When I go in, my goal is for the pastor to be refreshed and encouraged because the pastors need it because they don't get preached to very yeah. often. But I want I want to come in and I want to serve the pastor. What can I do for you? How can I help you? What What's going on? And amazing, you just get pastors that just unload on you. Just all the sure. stuff that they can't say to other people. And I just listen, you know, and then I go in and I, I, I hate there's evangelists who have ruined evangelism because they've gone in mean, nasty, and they'll blow a church up. Hmm. Tell them how awful they are, how full of sin they are, just how, how just, just, and they just destroy a church. They leave, and now the pastor has to pick up the pieces. I know churches who have had church splits over evangelists coming in 
and, and hurting the church. That's not what the Bible yeah. does to do. My goal is to come in and to edify and to encourage. And, and so when I leave, I want the church to feel closer to the Lord, feel more encouraged, more edified, just ready, ready to go refreshed. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, that's my opinion. There's the, there's the difference in the, and what the sure. two should do. So, uh, gentlemen, do you guys have any questions? Uh, is that a stack of Bibles behind you? It is a stack <laughs> of Bibles behind me. That's like, it's like pretty high. That's, is there a table that's, there? That's, or is that... not, that's probably a quarter <laughs> of, not even a quarter of the Bibles I have. Wow. Oh, have you read them all? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Does the ending change on any of them? Do I? Does the ending change on any of them? No, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. That's good. Um, but but there's something special about those Bibles, right? Like, yeah. So I collect Bibles. That's my hot. Like, I just I love Bibles, and so um, I like different kinds. And so I just my wife doesn't like it because she's like, you can just go buy a twenty dollar Bible, and I'm like, I could, <laughs> or I could buy this Bible, and she's like, that one's two hundred dollars. I'm like, I'm just saying. And so my wife doesn't like it whenever I buy Bibles. And so I actually just got like, I just, I just ordered two that came in the mail. She's like, you already have this Bible. Why did you buy two more of the same Bible? But it's my, it's my favorite preaching Bible. And it's usually $130 and they're selling it for 30 bucks. So I'm oh, like, wow. Yeah, right, so I'm like, I'll give you that. I'm going to jump on that. But yeah. So these are. So. This is a Cambridge Bible, but I had the, I know on the podcast, I won't be able to see this, but yeah. these guys will. So this is ostrich leather. Oh, okay. So I, okay. I was wondering where the bumps were. Yeah, it's, okay. So it's ostrich leather. It's where they pluck the feathers out. Um, I didn't like the binding. I didn't like the leather on the Cambridge I bought. It was too stiff. And so a buddy of mine does rebinds. And so he goes, I have some ostrich leather. You want it? I said, absolutely. So this one, and, and, uh, I got another one sending to him that is, he's doing Kentucky blue and it's kangaroo and it's kangaroo leather. Oh, wow. So these are my, the one with the one with the bump, you can shake really good and you don't, you don't lose your grip. Yeah. So (laughs) So I'm picky about my Bibles. That's why like, so this is the one that I reordered. This is my favorite preaching Bible. But a lot of times I walk around. Like I'll say it's, I walk around and so like I'll hold my plates. So I gotta uh, have a, I gotta have a soft, really pliable Bible yeah. that I can that I can bend and move. And these are my prized possessions. This is a these two are the Skylar Bibles. This is this is the two hundred and twenty dollar Bible. This one's a like 180, which is not about the money. I'm just saying, like, they're just, they really are made different. Like, people think it's just a Bible, but they're just, they're made different. And I just, I love to collect them. I like collecting premium Bibles. I have a Bible now that it was a 400th anniversary edition of the King James Bible, goat skin leather. I bought it, I think it was 80 bucks or something. It sells now for between four to six hundred dollars. Because holy it was, cow! Because it, it was a special edition, it was a rare one. 
And so I'm like, so Bibles are like baseball cards. I was thinking beanie babies. So yeah, like, uh... I, I don't preach out of these, like the Skyler Bibles. I don't preach out of them. Like I read them, but I, I, I'm scared, man. I, I'm scared when I open them because I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to mess up the guild or anything. And so, yeah, absolutely. And so, yeah, so huh. I'm a Bible collector. So it's it's just kind of my hobby. So. Did you guys know that that was a thing? Like, I had no idea. I was just like, I'm just going to go to Walmart and pick up uh, the Bible. Yeah, I just take the one out of the drawer in the hotel. I mean, let's... No, it's... I'll take the one out of the back of the pew. And, there, <laughs> and there's a lot. I mean, there's there's a there's a big group of people that just buy, like, premium Bibles that, that buy. So you have the Skyler. You have the Allens, which is one I, I want to get next. Um and then the Cambridge, those are the three biggest of the stars, the premiums. And so what makes uh, them premium though? So the leather, so I'll give you leather. Okay. So it, it's, so the, so this one, this is the two twenty one. This is the Skyler. It's the leather. It's a goat skin leather. This thing's not going to fall apart. Like this thing's, it's going to stay sturdy. Okay. It's got, um, the paper they use. And I can't think of what the paper is right now off the top of my head but they use i don't even know how to explain it the paper just feels it's so soft it's just hmm. I, I i it's just a soft paper and then they're printing i don't know if you oh. can see Ooh. that yeah okay so fancy and yeah. it's not just oh they do a pretty beginning and stuff it's the font and the darkness so like I can step away from the pulpit and still see the letter the letters real well. Oh so, wow. Yeah, so it comes down to leather, to the type of paper they use, type of font and print that they use. There's no smudges or anything. Yeah, so it's uh I have a uh, holographic cover Bible. I bet you think that's worse. That's like, it's a message. <laughs> It's like you be on. It's like you can't even stare at it straight because it gives you a headache. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that would be worth. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure on that. <laughs> I don't even know. It's upstairs. I wish I had it close by. I've got a few, like, like, but they're you know you get those like plastic things. You turn the yeah. light and they kind of change. It just has like a yeah. pattern on it. I bought it. I don't know. I was twenty something. <laughs> like oh, it's a, this is oh, a different is Bible, fun. you know. <laughs> so, it's basically a plastic cover, so yeah. Um, so you said that at this point things have gotten a little bit slow for you. So what have you been doing in your spare time? So I I like to cook, mm. and so I started okay. working in a barbecue restaurant in Owensboro when I was sixteen years old. And which so, which one Moon, was it? Moonlight? Was it Moonlight? Moonlight. <sighs> Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm an old hickory fan. I actually like old hickory better than moonlight. But okay. But uh, I mean, and those world people, we could argue all, over that all day. Um, I love me some moonlight. But moonlight has better sides. Old hickory has better meat. Um. So, anyways, I started when I started working there. I really got interested in barbecue and smoking meat and barbecue. And so, um. I didn't work in the pits, but I'd always end up in the pits, kind of helping <laughs> just because I wanted to learn. And so uh, they made a mistake. They hired like three of, of me and two of my best friends, and they trained us three in all the kitchen stuff uh -huh. instead of training. So 
what they did, they got to the point where they couldn't afford to fire any of us. Because, <laughs> like to fire one of us that had to hire two or three to replace us because we did so many things. Gotcha. We knew that we were pretty much unfireable. We weren't good employees. And so, <laughs> so I just, I was like, I'm not cooking today. I'm going to go to the pit. So I just go to the pit, just hang out in the pit. I started learning how to, uh, to smoke and stuff. So then when I got older, I, I bought my own smoker and started playing around. And then from that, it's just built up to where I do catering. Um, and then uh, we're, this year we're entering barbecue competitions. And so um, it's just right. something that now, goodness, I'm 36. So I've been doing this for 20 years now. And so, um, so that's been my hobby. I mean, that's what I do right now. Just, you know, I probably fire up the smoker three times a week. And so, and you you got a brand new smoker too. I do have a brand new smoker, and so it just got here last week. Um, that's the one where we're building a trailer, and so it'll be mounted up on our trailer. And uh, the trailer has a roof on it, and then we have fold up tables, so we can just do all of our, all of our work right on the trailer, as far as for the competitions and stuff. And so the new smoker holds twenty four, twenty five Boston bucks at one time. Um, it's a, it's a it's a pretty big pretty big guy so I'm, I'm 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 excited i haven't fired it up yet um you know kind of car wreck kind of interrupts things but um <laughs> but i look forward to firing it up and our first competition is in i mean the the 26th so of this month so oh wow yeah so our first competition's coming up so wow. now i know producer brian you probably have a ton of questions about the smoking <laughs> I, I I might have a question or two that just popped into my head. Yeah. So okay, go ahead. Let's go. I love it. Let's go. We're going to start a new episode right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so are you? Is there? You is it Boston butt? Is that kind of where you stay? Or are you ribs, brisket? No. So I do everything. Um, so for the competitions, we have to do four meats. So you do. Mm-hmm. You do a pulled pork or Boston butt. You do chicken. We just thigh. call it barbecue here. Do what? It's just called barbecue here. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and so, so we got to do the Boston butt. You got to do chicken. Yep. You got to do some kind of chicken. You got to do rib. And you got to do brisket. For my catering, okay. I offer all those, and also, no, seriously, no jokes with what our conversation is earlier. But in our catering, we do those four, but we also do smoked bologna. And so, um, hey. you know, I may need to check into this Mexican bologna. It might be a, <laughs> might be a winner. And so, um, but, uh, yeah, so that's our main meats that we do for our catering. And then uh, with, with the competition, we do those four, four meats. So. Okay. So, I mean, do you pull from any, like, regions with your styles, or is it all what you learned? <sighs> So yeah, like I before so my so for my I do rubs on everything, um, and I'm actually sponsored by uh, Liberty Spice Com- Company, and so okay. I exclusively use their spices and rubs on my stuff. Um, LibertySpice.com. I don't think that's right, but <laughs> I, 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 I'll, I'll give you guys. I have a promo code. Fifty percent off your first order. But I don't. I don't Wait have, for real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, okay, I, I'll, I'll figure it out and, and I'll, I'll send it to you. And you guys can put it up on your on the website or something. Uh, I should have had yeah, it, put it on with me. I apologize. I didn't. Um, but then my sauce wise, I really pull from Owensboro, from Western Kentucky. 
And so it's a more vinegar based, um, a thinner sauce. It's not very thick. And so, um, uh, so I, I, yeah, I'm a Kentucky guy in that with my sauces. And so, but competition's different though. Competition, they want sweet. So for competition, I, 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 I do what I cook for catering and what I cook for competition is completely different. And so, yeah, because all your judges are coming from like Texas or Kansas City style, so they want those thick, yeah, sweet they, sauces, yeah, right? They want it. They want they want a good glaze on it. They want it sweet. They want a little bit of spice to it. And so, like my ribs, they get covered. They get wrapped halfway through, and they get they get brown sugar, honey, butter, hot sauce, <laughs> more barbecue sauce and rub put on it, and then they get wrapped just based in that. And so you, it comes out almost candied and glazed from that brown sugar and butter and stuff. It's good, but extremely sweet. Like it's yeah. That's what the for one bite for one bite competition. That's what they want. So right, yeah. So that's awesome. <laughs> and uh, Magic Man, any questions in the chat? Uh, Nathan Johnson says his. Oh, I'm going to butcher that name. What's that? Schiller is what you called it. The Bible. Skyler. Skyler, yeah, it's, it's close. He um, <laughs> says Skyler is his favorite in his collection. Yeah, I love this. Skyler. Oh. My number one. My, I have a pastor friend who who's just as bad as me with collecting Bibles, and he was trying to figure out what he wanted to buy. And he said, "You're on the desert island. You can only have one Bible with you. Which one is it? Hands down, the Skyler. Like." It's going to last yeah. forever. It's durable. It's it's nice. It's clean. It's like which one floats? That's the one I want. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, all right, Jonah, help me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I I wanted to say when you were talking about the burgers earlier, we don't mm-hmm. do burgers per se, but we do have a couple of signature sandwiches. So I want your guys' opinion on our signature right. sandwiches. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So we got the shorty. Our, our, our competition and our catering company is called Shorty's Barbecue. Um. So the shorty is, um, pulled pork. I like it. Sweet pickles and sweet jalapenos. Baked okay. beans. <laughs> Baked beans. Okay. So that's the okay. uh, that's the short onions are optional. I don't like onions, but onions are optional on it. Are, are the baked beans sweet or they're more like they're, a... they're sweet? They're sweet baked beans. It's a little bit of spice. Mm. I like baked beans on a barbecue sandwich. Sounds pretty good, actually. It depends. Like for me, like what what's what's the baked bean like? Is it going to be like a thin baked bean where it's just going to fall over everywhere, it, or it, is it like a, a little bit thicker? It's a little. It's a medium. Like it's not super thick. Okay. But it's not runny either. It's 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 a it's a meat. You're gonna have some dribble off the side. It's gonna make a mess, right? Yeah, it's all gonna right. be messy. But it's not gonna all of it's not gonna run off, and you're gonna have baked beans all on your plate and nothing on the sandwich. Like it's not that thin, mm-hmm. so it, it it'll stick gotcha. in there. It'll 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 stay in the sandwich. I try. It. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, I try it. But then the monarch is fried bologna. Your choice okay. of meat, pulled pork. Chicken, chopped brisket, pickle onions, coleslaw. The bologna and another smoked meat. 
From, wow. So smoked bologna, but then we slice it, thick cut about mm-hmm. about quarter of an inch, half an inch, and then we fry it on the griddle. Okay. You get a fried smoked bologna with usually pulled pork. And then okay, add, I was thinking brisket would go. And then yeah, well with, that, but whichever, but, yeah whichever one you want, yeah. I'm just saying what we typically just and sure. then onion, onion pickle, coleslaw. Oh, sorry. Oh, it's all right. Um, I don't know. The first one I heard pork and beans. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that sound bite. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, I sound good, but I don't. I don't know which one. Probably the second one because I like to try some of that brisket. Yeah, the brisket or the chicken. That sounds good. So I need to know about your coleslaw before I make too much of an opinion here. So I'll be honest with you, I'm not a coleslaw fan. Mm. So my coleslaw, I get from somebody else. Oh, I'm just be honest. Is, with it, you. is I, it? I won't cook something I don't like. Because okay, that's I'll, fair. Like I'm not going to taste it. And be like, oh, this is good because it doesn't matter. It could be the best coleslaw in the world, and I'm going to say makes, I, I can appreciate that. So I love coleslaw. So yeah. Though. So <laughs> with, with with the potato salad and the coleslaw, I have someone else that does a good job on it. That so so I can't tell you what it tastes like because I I mean I just I don't like it. So. <laughs> okay, someone doesn't like mayonnaise. That's what. Yeah. <laughs> I like I like pulled pork and and coleslaw. I like that combo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what one of the things we're gonna do because we're gonna have a food truck is you're gonna have the option of what we call a stack them. So essentially. Okay. You get your okay. I'm going to order a pulled pork sandwich with my two sides, but I can choose to stack my sides. In other words, stack it on the sandwich, but then I can order extra meat or you know, third card, and I can stack that meat on the sandwich. So, ideally, if you wanted to, you could sit there and stack every meat we have on the sandwich, and so good gravy, and, and so and then. All sides, you can choose to stack the sides, which is weird. I mean, I don't want to stack green beans on the sandwich, but, you know, somebody wanted to, I guess I'd do it. But you can stack the baked beans, coleslaw, you know. Hmm. And so, so that's one That's one of our options. We have signature sandwiches because that's what our, me and our, the other owner, that's our favorite. That's our sandwiches. Like, that's how I eat my sandwiches. I put my baked beans on my sandwiches. I'm weird. And then my, wow, my, that, that is weird. My other owner that he made his the monarch. But then we have the stack them option where you can make whatever sandwich you want, stack whatever you want. I mean, as to be honest with you, if you want to pay for it, I'll do whatever you want with me. <laughs> <laughs> Careful, this is a family show. Um all right, so let's do this. I think this would be fun. So give us your meats again. You say ribs? Yep. Ribs. Pulled pork. P- pulled pork. Um so the chicken, you can have a chicken quarter or pulled okay. chicken. Okay, pulled chicken, and then brisket. bologna, and then, brisket, and oh, then yeah. and then smoked bologna. Okay, and then what are your sides? Green beans, country style green beans. So they're they're cooked with bacon in it, and then all almost all of our sides get put in the smoker as well. And so, so country style green beans, baked beans, um. Corn on the cob, potato salad, coleslaw. 
All right, gentlemen. So make your sandwich. Oh, gosh. All right, we got like as your this. meats, ribs. You wrote it down, and Brian and I didn't. I did, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going. I'm going back over it. All right. Ribs pulled, and you can get the rib like all the the meat off the ribs, and then put that on the sandwich. Ribs, pulled pork, chicken, brisket, and bologna. And then your sides, we're gonna do a stack them. So you have to you have to put these on your on your sandwich. Green beans. Which uh, we're pretty much going to throw that out, right? Uh, <laughs> baked beans, um, corn, potato salad, and coleslaw. Is anybody putting potato salad on there? I'm thinking about it. Ooh. No, I'm thinking about it. If you did like a ranch potato salad, I may, I may consider it. But all right, it depends on like is it barbe- like chicken like barbecue have like barbecue sauce on it? It's like a barbecue chicken or it's like a pulled chicken. No, I, I don't put sauce on anything. Okay. And so, um, it's, I mean, it, it's, it, it's, I brine my chicken. So it's all like dry rub, basically, yeah. right? Yeah. Every, so, okay. I, 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 so I brine my chicken, then I pull it, I let it set out for an hour, and then I put my rub on it and then throw it in the smoker. And then I don't, I don't do anything to it after that. Now, when I pull the chicken, I take the chicken, put it in pans. And let it set for about thirty minutes, and the juices pull like just there's juices that just come out of the chicken, and then when you yeah. pull it, more juices. So yeah. the juices become the sauce. If that makes sense. Okay. Well, with the potato salad, if it was like a sauced chicken, I I would go that way just because of the a little bit of sweet maybe with the potato salad. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to throw that out. All right. So uh, was mac and cheese on there? I don't, I don't no, know if I heard that. No. Or not. No. no. Mm-hmm. But the fried bologna and mac and cheese sandwich would be pretty good. It does sound pretty good. Or smoked bologna and mac and cheese sandwich. <laughs> All right. Corn. Are we doing anything with corn? I'd want to just do a meat sandwich. I, I, I need all, a little all something. All brisk- to, do all maybe just brisk- coleslaw, yeah. Yeah. Br- well, what I do is brisket, pulled pork, and chicken. Brisket, pulled oh, wow. pork, and chicken. Yeah. Okay. See, I think you chicken. need to see something with scrambled like that. Eggs. I think you need, like... A coleslaw or a bar or a baked beans on it because you need just a little bit of a of a of a sauce Moisture. with it, like a little yeah, bit. Yeah, of a- can I get? Uh, if I had like collard greens, I could put on like a brisket and pulled pork sandwich. Yeah, collard- go for that. I, I just, sorry. I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm making a new menu no, for you. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I love collard greens, but it's Missouri's not a. Yeah, I, Missouri's I understand. Not a collard green place. You're not going to sell those out there. No. <laughs> All right, I'm Kale, doing a. Brisket and rib sandwich. Oh, ribs, right. With barbecue sauce and slaw on top. Sounds good. Brisket and ribs. Let me, I, I want to say this. I know you said you don't like sweet pickles all ago. There's a, yeah. there, there's a, there's a little bit company, little business in Springfield, Missouri, which is about an hour from us, that they make a thing called float trip pickles. Okay. People are weird here in Missouri. I would always say I'm going to go canoeing. Like, you know, I'm okay, going to go. Yeah. I know what that is. They say, <laughs> I'm going to go on a float trip. And so, the that first, sounds like. And I'm like, mm. so I, I hear all these people when I, when I lived here before, like, we're going on a float trip this week. We're going on a float trip. I'm like, what? Like, are you going to get on inner tubes? Like, I didn't, you know, they're mm-hmm. talking about, you know, getting on a canoe and going down the river. So, it's, I have this thing called float trip pickles, and it's 
pickles and jalapenos. Okay. And it's in a it's it's a it's a sweet and a spice. So okay. The pickles have the spice to it from the jalapenos. The jalapenos have the spice, but have the sweetness from the pickle brine. They're amazing. So that's the that's the main pickle option that we're gonna we're gonna have regular pickle for sure. You know, wimps. Well, yeah, I'll add that to in, my sandwich. In my defense, the sweet my experience with sweet pickles mostly maybe I don't know if I've ever had a good one, is the Mount Olive bread and butter. Yeah. Like the green jar. Yeah. Yeah, I can eat That's, those all day. I mean, I can someone eat, I, buys those by accident, or the little skinny, like the little gherkin. mini deals, yeah, yeah, you know. Like and I can eat those, but it's nothing uh, like a good homemade. Sweet there's pickle. a craft sure, sweet yeah. pickle. Yeah, grandma. I'll try that grandma out, makes sure. it. Hey, yeah. buddy. Mm-hmm. If it's, it's a side, you know, it's not you're just making me eat a pile of them. I'll take it. You know. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there when you're making your sandwich. That these are all right. Not just regular Producer pickles. Brian. They're, they're, yeah, the sweet, you're pick, the a, a sweet jalapeno ha- pickle thing would go well. Yeah, it's, it's the right play in the combination yeah. with the with all that smoky meat yeah. to, to cut some of that uh, salt. <laughs> all right, <laughs> give me sure. your sandwich. Oh man, okay. All right, is, say, is there fried onions around here? <laughs> we have no fried foods, but I'm not dealing with okay, the fried. Sorry, yeah. I, I want to say I'm this not. real quick while you're thinking about it. I'm going to be in Charlotte for a barbecue contest in September. Yep. So. Okay. I'm Pops making. I write these sandwiches down because I'm making oh, no. these sandwiches for you guys when I'm there. Oh, jeez. Oh, right. awesome. yeah. You have scrambled eggs. That's the real question. <laughs> That's a new take on eating oh. your words. Yeah. <laughs> so, all so, right. So, okay. think about it because you're going to eat these sandwiches. I'm going to make and, it worth it. All so, right. Here we so, go. Yeah, so while while you're thinking about that, again, if you're in Charlotte area, Hops and Hogs, it's uh, September 6th, right? Yeah, I believe um, so, yeah. So uh, we'll have information on our, on yeah, our show I notes. I went a we'll, couple years ago. It's a good time. We're going to have a good that. time. We're going to actually do a live show, barring uh, you know COVID and whatnot. Uh, we're going to do a live show there at the competition, so that'll be fun. Okay. Yeah, you guys are going to try to set up for, with, with us, right? Yep. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Awesome. Okay. So, y'all, what's the so bread? while you're doing your live bread? show, I will oh, give okay. you guys your sandwiches. Do it. All right. All right. We'll eat it on. Yeah. What's, what's, the, what's the bread situation? It's like that is a good question. Like a right, so if you when you order just the meat, like you know, mm-hmm. I just want a quarter pound of pulled yeah. pork. You get a slice of white bread. Okay. Classic. Um. Yeah. And a sandwich is just your basic <laughs> bun. Your basic. It's okay. like a All bigger. Right. It's not, not, not the small hamburger buns. We, we do. We we do the big buns. And so, because okay. our sandwiches, sandwiches are a lot of people do a third, a third of a pound on their sandwiches, so they can get four sandwiches per pound. Or, I'm sorry, they do a four, a quarter of a pound on their sandwiches, right. so they can get. I do a third of a pound. I, I mean, the money doesn't. It's, it's not a big enough money issue on that on that extra. So I just like to give my people big, big All fortunes, right. big sandwiches. Got gotcha. you. I like it. Okay, I'm ready. All right, bring it. I'm ready. Bologna. Yep. Brisket. Right. Rib. Okay. Coleslaw. Okay. Fancy pickles. I like it. I like Here it. We go. Just write that down, Biggin. Uh, all right, so. I guess we go. It's a podcast. We can go back and listen to it and write it. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll have to go back and listen. You also watch yep. it on YouTube. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good. Speaking of crazy sandwiches, there's I don't know if we've talked about this. There's one around here at uh, Max Speed Shop called the Fat Boy. Okay, it's it's a it's a challenge technically. Yeah, 
Um, but the, it's the sandwich is it's pork, sausage, brisket, bacon, pimento cheese, queso dip, coleslaw, fried pickles, onion rings. I want to do it. Sauce. I've seen it. I had a It's it's a five pound piece of meat. Plus, they give you a half pound of mac and cheese that you have to eat with it. I want to do it. Uh, <laughs> All right. I'll be, I'll, be, I'll, we'll be there for, I'll be there for about four days. I'm doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's a, they're actually die. a free restaurant. A buddy of mine did it. He's a little guy. Uh, he ended up going outside with a bucket. But they Absolutely. gave him a t-shirt anyway. Oh, wow. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, they give you the t-shirt anyway? Yeah. Well, he got one anyway. But yeah, I need to put a link for this thing. But there's like... It's a mountain, like a tower of onion rings on top of the sandwich. Mm. <laughs> it's amazing. Let's do it. Good night. All right. All right. So, uh, Magic Man, what's your sandwich? So, that's the uh, brisket, pulled pork, and chicken. Chicken, right. Okay. That's right. I couldn't remember. I'm sorry. All right. So, we'll we'll eat these, again, barring COVID, barring anything else, so we'll, uh, we'll be there. Hops and Hogs, September 6th here in Charlotte. Um, and then where can people get a hold of you if they want to uh, get the, the rubs or um, connect with, uh, for, uh, for an evangelist or um, just get to know more about the shorties? All right. So I'm on Facebook. Um, so you find everything essentially on Facebook. So just Lee Short, um Preston and in Preston, Missouri. If you're trying to find out if there's more, I don't know if there's more than one Lee Short on Facebook. I'm and, sure there is. And then so so Lee Short on Facebook, um, and then through that I have an Evangelist Lee Short page on Facebook, and then I have a Shorty's Barbecue page on Facebook. And so all my contact information is on all three of those. I do have a website for our evangelism, um, www.evleeshort.com. And so okay. I have some of my contact information is on there. Um, actually, I think my old phone number is on there. So I <laughs> need to update that. Yeah, call Do you say, ever uh, cater the meeting? So you like your cook all the food and get up and like preach? I have. So, <laughs> no, no, I have. So we've done, That's we've done amazing. a Baptist barbecue. We've done a Baptist barbecue day. And so what I'll do is typically I'll smoke. A, 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 Typically, we'll do pulled chicken because it's the cheapest meat of all of them, and Baptists are cheap. And so, um, <laughs> I am one. I can say it. Um, oh, used to, yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, so usually I'll smoke the chicken the day before, and then um, if you if you smoke meat, put it in a vacuum seal bag, put it in hot water. It warms it up without drying it out. Best way to do it. it, it you open it up, and it's just like fresh, brand new rattle smoker. So. Yeah, so I'd smoke the meat on Saturday, preach Sunday, have a meal after after the service on Sunday morning. So yeah, so that is something that that you know I've already had a couple of pastors ask me about it already to do it, get it lined up for this year. So so yeah, I mean, very cool. Baptist preaching and food like it goes together. So perfect, love yeah. it. <laughs> well, Lee, thank you so much for joining us on the show. We really appreciate it. We'll have all the information on our show notes. So. Uh, Again, thank you for that, and thank we look guys. forward to hops and hogs. Um, yes. Man, that's going to be a fun, fun time. I'm looking forward to it, guys. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. Uh, again, appreciate you guys tuning in to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. One thing that I will, will say, like whether it's Lee or we had uh, Kevin Hoffman or uh, Peggy Noel, um, 
Stevens, if you guys listen to their episodes and you really like it, please just give them a, a shout out and say, hey, we heard you on the Southern Fried Philosophy podcast and we really loved uh, love that. That really is is cool for them to get to see, see that and hear that feedback. So we would appreciate you doing that. That would be great. Uh, next week, we have B- Brittany Pettigrew. She's my uh, my nurse practitioner. Oh, so she really gives well. us, yeah, that would give us the, <laughs> probably literally the ins and outs of the medical community. Um, oh. So we appreciate you guys tuning in for that. And again, as always, guys, keep looking up.